Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are having an amazing day. And I would like to let you know on this amazing day that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Matthew Donald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Rit, Wit, and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about... Let's see, what did they say we're talking about this week? Let me just look at the... Let me look at the list here. Uh, Megazoic! My own book series! Wow, I must have really run out of ideas. That's not true. We got plenty of other dinosaur pop culture to talk about, but I thought this time we'd do something a little different. And don't worry, it's not me reviewing my own book. That would be biased and unprofessional. Of course not. No, I've got two other people to do it. People who are very unbiased and are willing to give their professional opinion on my book series. So, <laughs> yeah, it's great. We all have a good time. Link is in the description before you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support and have a lovely day. Ugh. Having people pay to listen to review, that is an ad for my own work to make people pay for that. Capitalism, baby! Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that's a mammoth dud. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I am joined by a friend of the show, the always lovely and always well-dressed, you know, you've got such good fashion sense, it's Laura Owsley, how are you? Hello, I'm okay, how are you? <laughs> You're just okay after I give you that I, string of compliments. Look, I just got self-conscious, right, because I'm pairing my lovely romper here with my least favorite hoodie. What <laughs> of is course. what I have. I mean, look, it's it's better than what I have. I, I mean, I, actually, I know I don't mind this color on me. I'm wearing bright purple. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad color. Like, it's, it's a, a very royal purple. Yeah, it's like, hold on. Oh, I know I don't want this on while I have a hat. I was going to put my hat on, but I realized I have headphones on. Yeah, it would be quite the look. Uh, but speaking of style, I mean, it's a statement. Okay, right? sounds good. Okay, here's the dinosaur related question. Speaking of style, if you could imagine a dinosaur in a, in a nice three-piece suit, mm. which one? I don't know why I keep asking which one, as if people know dinosaurs. Well, see, my first thought was how funny would it be to see, like, uh, Petrie from Land Before Time in, like, yeah. a little three-piece suit. Okay. Like, you know, like, around Easter time when you see, like, little kids running around? Oh, in like, little bitty suits. Yeah, yeah. It's so cute. It's always so cute, and you're like, no. Okay, okay. You're gonna ruin that. I'm gonna reverse the question, then. How about... Okay. okay. You have a T-Rex, and you're gonna dress it like sure. a human. How do you dress it? Well, I feel like the obvious choice would be, like, a three-piece suit. But, yeah. of course, you need a monocle. Right, right. Uh, that's the first But now it has this little arm. So, the thing about three-piece suits, they also have good shoulder pads, though. So mm, See, I was thinking less, like, an over... 
dinner jacket over it, right? Okay. Like, definitely a uh, No blazer, so. So, like, definitely no blazer. Uh, I think the, like, no sleeves would be a really good look, but okay. to do, like, or, like, short sleeves. Okay. But, like, I... to do that, you have to do, like, a really crisp top. Okay. Right? I get that. I would just um, dress it, like, a lot. It has just the open vest, purple vest, no shirt, and then a fez. <laughs> See, I feel like that's just not appropriate for a fancy dinner party. I guess that's true. That's true. That's why Aladdin had to, like, go and change into, like, yes. that whole Prince of Arabia outfit. Yeah, Prince Ali, Ali Ababa. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Is that a good movie? It is a good movie. Does it hold up? I don't know. Most of the voice actors are white, even though it's Middle Eastern. Actually, all the voice actors are white. Yeah. So, simpler time. Definitely, definitely a time when Disney was less concerned and even now, once in a while, Disney's still missing the mark. Well, it's like, you know, Raya and the Last Dragon. I don't know if you saw that. It was actually a pretty yeah. good movie. But it was based primarily on Southeast Asian culture. I mean, it was a fantasy land, obviously, so it can probably do whatever sure. it wants. But it was based primarily on Southeast Asian culture. So, like, that's, like, Thailand and, like, uh, the Khmer and, like, the uh, other sort of Burma, you know, other things like that. Except most of the voice cast, Chinese. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's... It's stretching it a little. A stretch. It's yeah. A stretch. Like Aquafina, Benedict Wong, you know. Like, right. So, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. So. Right. But Aquafina was then in uh, Shang-Chi. Yes. You know what? Wait, did you watch that? You don't like Marvel movies? or? I. Okay, so I do like Marvel movies in the sense of, like, I'm happy to, like, just go and, like, sit there and kind of my brain for right, two hours, right, yeah. right? Or 12 hours, depending on the movie. I guess it's just you're just not caught up. There's so just not dang many of them. There's so many of them, and I don't really care about, like, the multiverse series. Yeah, well, like, the yeah, multiverse stuff is starting to get a little bit crazy now. Like, the last Spider-Man movie I liked, but I think, I, and there's a new Doctor Strange movie literally called The Multiverse of Madness. After that, I hope that's it. I hope it's done. Oh, no, by no means is it gonna be done. I think this is, like, the start of Marvel trying to, like, make its multiverse movie cinema stuff everywhere. Multiverse just, movie cinema stuff. Yeah. That's the technical term of it. That's actually the correct term. Uh, when I'm not doing this podcast, I do a podcast about Marvel movies. Oh, even though you don't watch them. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel movies by someone well, who doesn't watch Marvel movies. I've never seen Jurassic Park and I'm on this podcast a well, lot. I mean, this isn't a Jurassic Park <laughs> podcast, to be fair. This is true. This is true, and I have seen Land Before Time. That's true. Uh, Patreon plug. You know, okay, you know what's another type of movie you have seen a lot of is Disney movies, right? Sure. I mean, we were talking just about Aladdin, so I could have made this transition far earlier. But speaking of which, we're talking about Gastonia. Gastonia. Yeah, I'm yeah. Really excited to talk about this. Yeah, one. it means it's based. It's named after Robert Gaston, another paleontologist. Oh. At the time, I think it was another paleontologist. I don't know. I didn't look this up. I looked this up and then I didn't write it down. <laughs> Shame. Some guy named Robert Gaston. Hello, Robert Gaston, if you're listening. Robert Gaston, if you can hear this, I'm sorry for the Disney movie. I'm sure you've never been able to shake that. Oh, you've never made that. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, oh, Gaston, huh? Does no one spit like you, right? Or no one expectorates like you? Uh, Do you eat 12 dozen eggs? Yeah. Are you roughly the size of a barge? Anyway, so. uh, But type is not a sword ankylosaur, a group of ankylosaurs that didn't have clubs adorning their tails. They preferred their tails au naturel. Oh. Uh, specifically, it's in the Polocanthid subfamily, whatever that is. <laughs> so, okay. It's another type of. Th- I, I looked this up. I was like, I know Polocanthids. I know it's another type of t- nodosaurid. The distinction between Polocanthids and other nodosaurids, I don't know. <laughs> uh, um, but, you know, someone who's more technically 
dinosaur like averse, not averse, like knowing the sure. thing. What they know what there is. They know their stuff, unlike me, <laughs> who just reads off Wikipedia and a little bit off of my history of like no knowledge of dinosaurs. See? Who you knows? know more than the average Joe. I, I, I'm smarter than the average paleo nerd. Except not at all. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, on Twitter, the gatekeeping in the paleontological community is something else. And that's true of every community, to be fair, but. Huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was like, you're not really a dinosaur nerd if you just like Jurassic Park. It's just like. Mm, I see, I see, I see. It's a bit silly. It's a bit silly. Just, just a bit silly, anyways. Alright, uh, so anyway, size of 16 to 20 feet slash 5 to 6 meters long. Okay. Uh, 1.5 to 2 tons. So pretty dense for itself. That's son. very dense. Yeah, yeah that's You'll... very heavy. Not big, but like... Yeah, big, just like, kind of squat, you know, just... <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. Uh, diet herbivore, uh, time early Cretaceous, 139 to 125 million years ago. We're getting to the earliest parts of the early Cretaceous here. Like the early, early late Cretaceous, you know? The OG Cretaceous. The OG Cretaceous, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, location? You think France, right? With the name sure. Gaston? Uh, no, it's actually from Utah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, right? <laughs> wow, I didn't see that coming at all, actually. <laughs> in fact, it was found in the same bone bed as Utah Raptor, the Utahist of dinosaurs, other than Utah Ceratops, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, I, I was just waiting for you because no, you've made you've on this show you've made your fair share of Mormon jokes. This is true. So, uh, I was like, so you got one. Throw throw one out there. We're all waiting. Show us your Mormon joke. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting for to see this character appear in the Book of Mormon too. Ah, there's a good Mormon joke. All right, right? good okay. good stuff. All right, which will actually be taking place at Casa Bonita in Denver. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. That's cool. The uh, owners, well, the people who created South Park and created Book of Mormon, yeah. just bought Casa Bonita. They which did. Is That's cool. You didn't know that? No, yeah. I didn't. Good on them. <laughs> yeah, so they bought Casa Bonita, which is a famous Denver theme restaurant. It's okay. like every little kid's favorite place to go. Okay. Uh, the food is horrendous. Oh, but it's I'm assuming. I'm really assu- bad. Have you never been? No, but I've heard. Actually, now I think about it, I've heard stories. Oh, no, Cosmonito's always my favorite. We go every year after summer camp. Well, it sounds like the food being terrible is part of the experience. You know? It really Kind of like Chuck E. Cheese. No one goes to Chuck E. Cheese because the pizza's good. Exactly. <laughs> like, you go to Cosmonito to watch the cliff divers, to see the gorilla. Uh, that's a man in a gorilla costume running good, around. Good, good, good. Not... <laughs> uh, they have a, like, Bart's Cave where, like, you run through, and then at the end you get a Tootsie Roll. Oh. Uh, and it's, like, all spooky and scary. Ooh, okay. I found out as an adult, as I was taking the little boys I used to nanny, I found out they had a gift shop. And I was like, there's a gift shop in Casa Bonita? And I was like, I you know, went to go tell my brothers, I was like, did you know there's a gift shop? And they're like, no, but also... It makes sense that our parents never let us go to the gift shop. Right. I'm just wondering a restaurant. Well, I guess it is a sort of restaurant showpiece thing, but also with a gift shop. So, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah. It's like go to the gift shop at Denny's. <laughs> So Gastonia is described in 1998. Uh, pop culture appearances. One appears in Robert Backer's, may I say, excellent novel, Raptor Red. Notably before it was officially described, since Backer's a paleontologist, he has the inside scoop before all of us paleo muggles. Right. Uh, it also appears in, may I say, the terrible documentary, uh, Jurassic Fight Club, where it fights a Utah raptor and wins. Wait, what? Jurassic Fight Club. Oh my god, so bad. It's just basically Jurassic, like dinosaurs fighting against each other violently. There's like decapitations of blood. It's the worst. It's not even a documentary. What idea was that? It's That's just, both horrendous and hilarious. Oh, like, yeah, no. It's fun to watch with your paleo friends when you're drunk. Oh, I just realized I've never heard of this because you're not allowed to talk about Jurassic The Jurassic Fight, Fight Club. Club. That's the number yeah. one rule. It's yeah. Like one rule. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's funny how people... I, I've only seen that movie recently. It's, I mean, it's whatever. But uh, it's funny how people like look at Tyler Durden, you know, Brad Pitt's character, mm. who, spoiler alert, is also Edward Norton's character. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, excuse you. That movie came out in 1991. I know, too uh, soon. Or 1990-something, so, I don't know. Uh, I just pulled a year out of time. I think it's 1999, actually. So. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, but anyways, they look at that and they're like, and like, oh my god, that's a man to admire. When the whole point of the movie's like, no, this is a terrible guy. Like, Yeah, isn't that weird how many, like, characters get, like, glorified? Like, Gaston, yeah. for example. No, there are plenty well, of people and, who will, like watch that movie and they're like, oh, I want to be like Gaston. I'm like, do you? It's literally toxic masculinity in Disney movie, the Disney form, you know? Right. Like, uh, have you uh, ever seen the musical of uh, Beauty and the Beast? Uh, well, it's been a long time, but yes. Okay. So I worked the musical of Beauty and the Beast when I was working for a theater company. You've done Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid. Huh? I have. Any other Disney movies you've done? Disney uh, musicals? I'm not sure if Sister Act is a Disney movie, but I have done the musical of Sister Act. Anyway, sorry, go on. Uh, but uh, in the musical of Beauty and the Beast, yeah. Gaston gets a full song. Uh, and he actually On gets, his own. It's not just yeah. a crowd song. Like. Well, it's a full crowd song. Like, it's a full, like, uh, up and rousing. It's like, it's the no one. Oh, but that's uh, in the movie, too. So That's in the movie, but it's expanded in the musical. Okay, okay. And there's also a reprise where he's talking to Belle, and he's like, Oh, yes, well, like, you'll be massaging my feet at the fireplace every night after you have a full day with the dogs and the children. Oh, I imagine, 12 of them, yeah. Yeah, I'll imagine we'll have six or seven. She goes, dogs? She goes, no, strapping young men just like me. It's like, ugh. Yeah. That's the guy you want to admire, guys? Right? Anyways. Like, people want to go take pictures with them at Disneyland. I mean, look, I don't know, that's fine. Actually, I would probably go take yeah, pictures. Yeah, have you seen those biceps? <laughs> He's got them to spare. <laughs> so. It's true. Okay. It's true. All right, so let's get the obvious joke out of the way. This dinosaur sounds like Gaston, right? No one yeah. fights like Gastonia, that sort of thing. I bet you're expecting a big parody musical number, huh? Yeah. Well, too bad. Not everything in life is supposed to be funny. Uh-huh. At least of all this very serious show. Of course. Oh, you really want something? Well, I'm playing. I do, I do really I, want I something. I do, I have a little something prepared here in my notes. It's not really a big deal. <clears throat> 
No one chomps like Gastonia, pounds and stomps like Gastonia. With armor that big, no one glomps like Gastonia. As a nodosaur, yes, I'm intimidating. Oh, what a dino that Gastonia. No one's thick like Gastonia, eats loose twigs like Gastonia. No one stabs sharp tooth dinos in the dick like Gastonia. <laughs> For there's no dino as burly and brawny. As you can see, I'm what dino kind likes. No one bit is unarmored or scrawny. And every last inch of me's covered with spikes. <laughs> when I was a hatchling, I ate four dozen ferns every morning to help me get large. Now that I've grown, I eat five dozen ferns, so I'm roughly the size of a barge. No one nails like Gastonia, has hard scales like Gastonia. No one use their scoot-covered tails like Gastonia. I'm crustaceous according to carbon dating. Oh, what a dino. Gastonia! Oh, I'm truly... You can't see it, of course, but I did get uh, a full mug of beer. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, for Gastonia. For Gastonia. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I came up. I just wrote that. like a little. <laughs> you came up with that off the cuff, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, none of that was written down. No, none of it was written down, especially the part where you stabbed the dinosaurs in the dick. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I, I, know, I just tried to find a rhyme. Oh, okay. I was like, is that like a precedence? Like, is that how they fought? You know... We actually have found spikes embedded, not in the dicks, but like close, dangerously close, like in the thigh. Like, I mean, yeah. If you want to like really like hurt somebody, right? Like that's what they teach women in self defense classes. At uh, least is like, oh god, this got dark real quick. <laughs> I mean, yeah, go for the genitals, like if you can, like just do a quick kick, a punch. What was it? They say miscongeniality. Sing s i n g. Solar, solar, something instep, nose, groin, or something. I forget. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's so, the way solar to do plex, it. I think, or something. Mm. Uh, some, something, it's a plex, I don't know, but anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, now we got the other nonsense out of the way. Let's get to the real yeah. serious discussion. Of course. This show is better known for. Sure. Uh, Gastonia is a medium sized armored dinosaur that lived at a time and place crawling with nasty predators. As well as the aforementioned Utah Raptor, one of the biggest and bulkiest of the dromaeosaurs, better known as Raptors, uh, it also lived alongside this super scary and super enormous carcodontosaur theropod, Acrocanthosaurus, a creature rivaling the size of T Rex, with a spine like Spinosaurus and jaws like Allosaurus or Gigantosaurus. So, yeah, scary stuff all around. Yeah. Big and bulky. <laughs> That's my professional impression of an acrocanthosaurus. Amazing. Aren't you, ter- aren't you terrified? <laughs> I am, actually. Uh, I'm quaking. Oh, no. Don't quake. Please. It's okay. It's me. Yeah. If I, if I quake too much, then, you know, the earthquake will kill the dinosaurs. Whoa! It was you! That did that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. So, wait. Did you already say this? What was the diet? Oh, it was a herbivore. Okay. I mean, this is all, like, to defend itself. Like, Gastonia came adorned with some impressive okay. defensive armaments, like all these spikes, such as two bone rings around its relatively lengthy neck, five pairs of large and flat triangular spikes on its sides, at least two more pairs curved to the back that were more curved, uh, closer to the back that were more curved, uh, lower okay. spikes on the side of the tail, and thick scoots known as osteoderms, covering pretty much every corner of this thing except for the belly, which was completely unarmored. But good luck for, for a predator trying to get there with all those spikes on the sides. Well, also, he wasn't very tall, was he? Yeah, no, like, he was He wasn't. would have to, like, really be committed to get to the valley. And also, he was dense, so you trying to nudge him over is, like... Sure. Very difficult, I'd imagine. Nope. Uh, amusingly, one distinguishing characteristic about Gastonia compared to other nautosaurs is its flat and very broad, and it's just a technical term, 
rump. Oh. <laughs> Ankylosaurs are known for their broad rumps, as their hind legs are placed very far apart from one another to allow maximum range for the swinging of their tails. Huh. So, like, front limbs are more closely put together, back limbs are far apart. So they have broad rumps. <laughs> well, I mean, look, they're... They're rumps, they're rumps, they're rumps. They're lovely lady rumps. <laughs> That's the thing. Gastonia had an even broader rump than the Ankylosaurus, but, but it was very... Fudge. It was very... Bu- <laughs> Good one. It was very <laughs> It was very flat, so no bubble butts allowed here. Uh... So imagine, if you will, the ass of a very broad and muscular guy who does zero squats. <laughs> oh, I have seen people like this, though. That's like... Yeah, aren't they They never sexy? skip an arm day, but like they've never done like a leg day in their life, uh, and it looks really odd. Yeah. Gastonia. Yeah, Alright, so, uh, anyway, so it had like... It sounds like a nation to me. Gastonia? Yeah, like well, this it's is It's like Estonia, like... isn't that a place? Sorry, where? Estonia? E-S-T? I feel like that's either a place or that's the uh, nation from the Princess Diaries. Princess Diaries? No, that's, uh, that's Genovia. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, somehow all these protections worked, as Gastonia was one of the most common species found in its area. They lived, bred, and apparently barely died. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, yeah, so, uh... They barely died? Well, I mean, it's just they, they didn't get eaten that much. Oh, <laughs> so, okay, you mean, like, for, like, unnatural causes? Yeah, they just lived all day, and they're just like... <laughs> Is being eaten by another dinosaur considered natural causes? I mean, not natural to your body, I guess. It's like, it's, it's like, well, that, by that logic, it's like just getting shot dying of natural causes. I guess that's fair. That's fair. Like. Well, like, would Hannibal Lecter be considered natural causes? Probably. Well, it's like, oh, I didn't kill him. It's the bullet that did it. Well, it's not the bullet that did it. It's the blood loss from the bullet that did it killed them. It's true. Yeah. Was he made quite the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. I, I have got great law experience. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so in terms of it's phylogeny, or how it's related to other dinosaurs in this family. Gastonia was closely related to the previously covered dinosaurs in the show Gargoliosaurus and Sauropelta, but a more derived relative of this show of this was uh, also covered on this show before, this time my very own lore here, Denversaurus. Ah, <gasps> oh, we were just talking about Denversaurus. Yeah, isn't it great? Oh, what a dino Gastonia! Oh, what a dino Denversaurus! Yes, indeed. Let's rate Gastonia 1 out of 65 million. Oh, well, I have to rate it three dozen eggs. Uh, but he, that's not how much he eats every morning. He eats four dozen, then five dozen, three dozens, like when he was an infant. Yeah. Oh, it's not very good. I don't think Estonia had access to enough eggs, is what I'm saying. I mean, there were a lot yeah. of dinosaurs, then there'd be plenty of eggs. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they got pretty good about hiding their stuff, and Gastonia does not strike me as he was very swift, no. since he was so dense. No, exactly. So I don't think he was able to get his full... That's why I had to edit the song, where it's like, no one's slick as Gastonia or as quick as Gastonia, you know? That's how the song goes. Except not Gastonia, Gaston. But... I mean, look, that's what I'm saying here, is that I don't think he would have been able to get four dozen eggs. Okay, so three dozen a days. Okay. Well, then, all right, that's fine. Uh, I'm going to rate it uh, 42 million. No, it's all right. It's pretty good. It's more than name, and all the spikes in that big, long, but flat rump. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all about the rump. Yeah, I like my rumps big and flat. <laughs> it's like Texas, big and flat. <laughs> there you go. He is from Texas. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. Also, I'm gonna rate it uh, a barge. Okay, <laughs> roughly the size. Uh, yeah, roughly. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair, fair. Anyways.
All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at mattd at matthewdonncreator.com for any other questions to any of the co-hosts. You can follow me on social media at matthewdonncreator on Facebook, at matthewdon64 on Twitter, at matthewdon64 on Instagram. Where can they find you? They can find me at Laura at T-H-E-S-P-I-A-N-L-A-U-R-A. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I think if you really wanted to, I think I've got... Uh, you have a TikTok? I, I do have a TikTok, actually. I, I had a TikTok. And then I was like, this is dumb. And so I got rid of the TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's why you never respond to any of my videos. Matt, I, I I'm just sending you very important content. Hold on. Let me go check. Maybe, oh, no, I think I got rid of TikTok. I, I don't think I've sent Matt a video. In like You've videos. sent me videos. You used, to, you used to send me videos. but Yeah, I definitely go through phases of sending people a ton of TikToks. And then after a while, I'm like, eh, do people really want to see this? My sister sends me a bunch of funny Instagram content. So that's you can do that if you want. No. Yeah. Like, Instagram reels are inferior to TikTok and they are not the same thing. They're all just holding paws. They're so cute. Anyways, <laughs> I have a book series on Amazon Megazoc available for print and Kindle. I think, I think I used the Gastonia once in the Ooh. second book. <laughs> okay. Just as a background character again. I think I just... It's nagging in the recesses of my mind that I just used a Gastonia somewhere in there. Maybe the first one. I don't know. Wasn't a major character, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But that's actually what the spin-off series is going to be about. Yeah, exactly. It's Gastonia. <laughs> yeah, no one does anything like Gastonia. It's actually really just Beauty and the Beast fan fiction. Yeah, but with dinosaurs. But with dinosaurs. I mean, I'd read it. Is there even a dinosaur in that movie? I know, I'm, I know obviously it's not like a... Is there a bird in that movie? I don't think there's... A, no, there's those birds that, the, that well, they feed at the, and during the... Birds aren't real. Oh, that's through the government drones. Yeah. Even back then when... <laughs> well, they weren't government drones back then. They just didn't they were, really exist. They were clockwork drones. <laughs> exactly. Anyways. I have another podcast called The Ritwits. Uh, two twits talk about ritting, much like these two twits, but different mm-hmm. set of two twits. Although I'm one of the twits, but it's a different twit. Right. Okay. Uh, it's slightly old. more qualified twit. Uh, slightly, slightly, slightly. All right, that's it for this week. This is the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. No one. one. Something about Gastonia. Something Gastonia. No one does Gastonia. Nobody is as roughly the size of a barge like Gastonia. Yeah. Hire us, Disney! <laughs> uh, seriously, come on! We want to be part of your giant, monolithic corporation. <laughs> I mean, Phil, you can hire Phil Collins. You can hire us. I wanna know! Can you show me? Wanna know about these dinos like me? Bye, guys. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.